Good morning, and welcome to the Divine Liturgy of the Catechumens of St. Simon the Cyrenian African Orthodox Church. This is Archbishop James Salisbury greeting you this morning, July 26, 2020. Let us be grateful and be mindful of all of the things that have taken place overnight and thank God for the blessings that he's given us to wake up this morning in our right minds, to wake up this morning to be able to give him praise and thanksgiving. We also pray for those who left this space and time overnight and those who are ill, those who are depressed, those who are without hope, those who are wondering if at the end of next week will they have a place to live, will they be able to get food, those of us around the world who are looking now to God for strength. We pray from the tip of China to the very tip of South Africa, up to the top of Alaska, down and over through Mexico and Central America, up through Iceland, down through the Middle East, and from the tip of the top of Africa down through the Cape. We pray for Australia, New Zealand, and all of the islands. We pray for the islands of the Atlantic and all who are standing in need this morning of prayer. All who are standing this morning in the need of blessing. All of those who are in hospitals and care centers and who are in their own homes who cannot see this morning the brightness of the day because of their illness. We pray, Lord, for everyone. Stay in prayer today. Stay in prayer always. I beg you.
let us pray. Blessed is the kingdom of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen, amen, and amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace from above and for the salvation of our souls. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace of the whole world, for the good estate of the holy churches of God, and for all for the unity of all men. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this holy house and for those who with faith, reverence, and the fear of God enter therein. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this Archbishop Metropolitan James, for the House of Bishops of the African Orthodox Church, for the Venerable Priesthood, the Diaconate in Christ, for all the clergy and all the people. Let us pray to the Lord by thy grace. Lord, have mercy, calling to remembrance our whole Holy, Immaculate, Most Blessed and Glorious Lady Theotoka, Ever-Virgin Mary, with all of the saints, let us commend ourselves and each other and all our life unto Christ our God. To Thee, O Lord, O Lord our God, whose might is beyond compare, whose glory is incomprehensible, whose mercy is infinite, and whose love towards mankind is ineffectable. Do thou thyself, O Master, in thy tender compassion, look down upon us and upon this holy house, and grant us and those who pray with us thy rich mercies and compassion. For unto thee are due all glory, honor, and worship to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen, amen, and amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, amen, I will go unto the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness. Bless me, for I have sinned. The Lord be in your hearts and upon your lips, that you may truly and humbly confess your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, and amen. We confess to Almighty God, to His Church, and to you, that we have sinned by our own fault in thought, word and deed in things done and left undone and especially for these and all other sins which we cannot now remember we are truly sorry we pray God to have mercy on us we firmly intend amendment of our lives. We humbly beg forgiveness of God 
and his church and ask you for counsel, direction, and absolution. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who has left power to his church to absorb all sinners who truly repent and believe in him, of his great mercy, forgive you of all of your offenses, and by his authority committed to me, I absorb you from all of your sins, if you are truly sorry, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, amen, and amen. Turn us again, O Lord, and quicken us, that thy people may rejoice in thee. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and let our cry come unto thee. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Amen. God on high, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory, O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, one Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that taketh away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, thou that take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayers, for thou sittest at the right hand of, the, of God the Father. Have mercy on us, for thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord, thou only, O Jesus Christ. With the Holy Ghost art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen, amen, and amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us 
and grant that with you as our ruler and guard we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son who liveth and reign with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit one God now and ever and unto ages of ages Amen Amen and Amen Fill our minds that we may hear your wisdom Touch our come from 1st Kings chapter 3 verse 5 then 7 through 12 the responsorial which is sung is 119th Psalm verse 57 verse 72 verse 76 through 77 verse 127 through 128 and Verses 129 through 30. The second reading from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28 through 30. The gospel reading, Matthew, chapter 13, verses 14 through 52, or verses 44 through 46. As we prepare to listen to the readings, I would like you to consider the following. In the first reading from the book of Kings, when God invites Solomon to ask him for anything, Solomon asks for an understanding heart. Now, which gift of the Holy Spirit or virtue are we most in need of right now, right now, in our lives. I want you to consider that as you hear the words of God in that particular reading. And then when we get to the psalm, which is sung, uh, the revelation of your word sheds light. How has the word of God been a light to show us the way? Consider it.
And of course, in Paul's writings in uh, in Romans, uh, that we are to be conformed to the image of God's Son. What attributes of Jesus do you and I find the easiest or even the hardest to emulate? And of course, in the in the Gospel of Matthew, considering the parables of precious pearl and the hidden treasure, what do you think Jesus wants us to know about the kingdom of God? Take these things, please, into consideration as you hear God's word being read this morning. July 26th, 2020, 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, a reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. God said, ask something of me and I will give it to you. Solomon answered, O Lord, my God, you have made me your servant, king to succeed my father David. But I am a mere youth, not knowing at all how to act. I serve you in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a people so vast that it cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge your people and to distinguish right from wrong. For who is able to govern this vast people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon made this request. So God said to him, Because you have asked for this, not for a long life for yourself, nor for riches, nor for the life of your enemies, but for understanding so that you may know what is right, I do as you requested. I give you a heart so wise and understanding that there has never been anyone like you up to now. And after you, there will come no one to equal you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let your compassion come to me that I may live. 
for your law is my delight. Lord, I love your commands. Lord, I love your commands. For I love your commands more than gold, however fine. For in all your precepts I go forward, every false way I hate. Lord, I love your commands. Lord, I love your commands. Wonderful are your decrees, therefore I observe them. The revelation of your word sheds light, giving understanding to the simple. Lord, I love your commands. Lord, I love your commands. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down to put what is good into buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They answered, Yes. And he replied, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Woo! Mm -hmm.
this morning, just before the homily, which I will share with you, uh, in reflecting this morning, the the gospel reading uh, is, of course, Matthew 13, uh, 44 through 52. Uh, We find that in this particular uh, gospel reading, seven of the parables of Jesus are in this gospel, that that appear in this gospel. The setting in this particular case is in a house where Jesus continues to preach to his disciples and teach to them uh, using uh, various rhetorical devices often explained in allegorical meanings to them. Uh, In this particular one, we also find not only you have the the pearl of of great price, but you also have the treasure. And then it winds up talking about uh, the fishermen when they go out to fish, that when they pull in a net, they catch a bit of everything. And if some of you who enjoy fishing know what that's all about, some of it you throw back, and some of it you keep. It it reminds us that the in the judgment, some will not merely uh, cast aside or thrown away, but the angels will throw the wicked into a fiery furnace. So when we look at uh, this particular gospel reading, the Christian life ought to be a source of joy for us. Some of this joy reflected in the uh, in the first parable. In each par- in each, people sell whatever they can to take possession of a prize object. This is what it ought to be like with us, with respect to the kingdom of heaven. Once we realize what it is. What a prize we have. We joyfully reorientate all of our priorities in order to reach this kingdom of heaven. And in in doing so, that is the blessing. So I would like you to share with you a wonderful homily on this particular message. And in the process, open your hearts and your minds to receive this particular blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have a little more than half an hour to make up your mind what it is you're wishing for. So we'll draw on the idea of this wish. What have you been thinking about so far? What ideas occurred to you as a wish that God would grant that you want? What is it? In the first reading, it was about Solomon, a young man. In very early 20s, his father had died, David, the king, and it was now being passed on to Solomon. And so that's the context. Solomon's answer is surprising, almost probably overlooked during that first reading. 
He asked for an understanding heart. It's a rather interesting response. An understanding heart. What he wanted was a gift from God to be able to rule in the same mold, same fashion as his father. A ruler with compassion and understanding. His idea was, his wish, was that he could be of service. He wanted nothing at the moment for himself, but an understanding heart. So that's what we dwell on. Sadly enough, this was a gift, but what Solomon didn't last. But that's not the importance of it all. The importance of the idea is the wish and the response to this potential that existed in his life. So we now deal with this idea of wisdom. It touches on the idea of what is wisdom? It's hard to realize what it is. Do you know anyone who has wisdom? I've met a few. Sadly enough, the emphasis on few. Wisdom is not the same as knowledge. Witness all the people with knowledge, significant degrees, they are in the majority of the leadership in this world. Unfortunately, they've not all been wise. The recent financial debacle in this country and in many places of the world was brought about by people who are highly educated, but very foolish, very unwise. So there's a distinction to be made between knowledge and wisdom. They are not the same. There are many people I know who are highly educated, but terribly foolish when it comes to the use of wisdom. Wisdom is a gift. It comes with time. It comes with something about us, how we respond to the world in which we live. It's a gift that is priceless. And that's what we're seeking, looking for, is the gift of wisdom. The gospel today is all about the search. People looking for something. They were looking for, but they weren't sure. But we are. We are all looking and searching for something. There's something out there that's missing, that's absent in our life. What is it? What are we searching for? And do we really know it when we get it? That's the mystery of this idea of wisdom. The idea of the background here is that these people were in the midst, stood in front of wisdom, a person who was wise. I'm talking about Jesus. And they didn't recognize him. They didn't recognize it at all. In fact, they thought he was stupid, many of them. Isn't that strange? The very educated people can be that dumb, but it seems to happen all the time. We seem to be constantly making the same mistake. They talk about insanity. Insanity is the idea that a person might have that if they keep doing the same thing, there'll be different results. And if history tells us anything, if you keep doing the same thing, the same consequences will happen. It won't change. Since this is such a difficult subject to deal with, because there's very few examples, but 
down through the history, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of a thing called the Midas touch. The Midas touch comes out of ancient Greece mythology. Midas was a king, and how he got this ability to wish for something, but he had it. He was given by the gods a wish. And so he wished that everything he touched returned to gold. At first he didn't believe that he had the gift until he reached out and touched something, a piece of fruit, turned into gold right away. And he got excited, and he went around touching other things. And as he touched, they turned to gold. It kept happening. He was so excited, he ran out of the room into another room in their house and saw his daughter, and he grabbed her by the hand. Uh-oh. She turned into a statue of gold. Everything he did turned to gold. Was he wise in his choice, or was he foolish? The Midas touch tells us something. Midas touch, that story, is a piece of wisdom. Because, as they say, all that glitters is not gold. That, too, is wisdom. But it's only wisdom if we sit back and appreciate it. Appreciate what it means. Let me give you another little bit of wisdom. I'm going to reread some scripture. Part of what you heard today, and part of what you'll hear next week. But it's wisdom of Paul. Paul was on his way to Jerusalem, and he was in Rome at the time. And he was on his way to Jerusalem with a collection that had been taken up in Rome. And he was going to bring it for the poor people in Jerusalem that had just suffered another one of their many revolts. There was a great deal of poverty and suffering, so that's what Paul was heading. At the same time, he was hoping to get some kind of endorsement from the church in Rome to go further, to go to Spain where he thought these were new places to bring the gospel. Here's what Paul had to say in his letter to the Romans. We know that all things work together for those who love God. Everything works for those who love God. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, Will he not also give us everything else? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? Certainly it isn't God. Who will condemn us? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? No, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's wisdom. That's not something you just know and spout off as a quotation. It's something you dwell on. What do you say? Look at who we are. Look at what we are. Look at what God has done. What can separate us? 
And he keeps answering his own question. What can separate us? Nothing. What can get in the way? Nothing. Nothing, no matter what it is. So is there good news? It depends on how you look at it. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. One final bit of wisdom is modern. It comes from a man by the name of Reinhold Niebuhr. And I'm sure you heard this phrase because it's been repeated many times. But you can go along with me because I think you probably know it. Oh God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things that should be changed. And the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. That's wisdom. It's not the result directly of knowledge. It's the result of reflection. It's the result of awareness. It's a result of knowing that nothing can separate us from God. And the reason, that's how God made us. He made us in such a way that there's something missing in our life. There's something that it is craving. It's, it's part of the DNA of the human being to want it. The only thing that can possibly fill that vacuum is God. But the world is filled with substitutes, things that we think will give us the answer, things that will make us happy. Is there any one thing you know that you have that can give you happiness? A new car? Can that give you happiness? On television it can. Watch the ads. That car can give you all you want. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Every bank, every real estate transaction carries this promise that you can be made happy if only you had this. If only you had this vacation. If you only lived in this house. If only your spouse was this kind of person. If and if and if. Wisdom tells us that none of these things by themselves can bring us happiness. No sooner do we get what we think is going to supply the answer than it's old. It's useless. It's cast aside. It's forgotten. As the song goes, what the world needs now is wisdom. Wisdom. The ability to know the difference of what is good and what is bad. The difference to see through things. To see how empty things are, are that are presented to us. Wisdom is there for the taking. In today's gospel, it's a story about parables. The kingdom of heaven is like. What is the kingdom like? What are your parables? What do you see? Where do you find the kingdom? For most of us, it's up there somewhere. Where is God? Oh, he's up there. Where is heaven? Well, that's where God lives. But where is it? Oh, it's up there. Is it really? We talk as though it were a place. It is not a place. 
It's a relationship. But something like a home, a home that has a number of rooms, and the mother is in one room and the father is in another room, and the kids are in the third and the fourth room or whatever. They're in different places, but they're there, not as a place, as a presence. God is present in that way to all of us. He's in front of us and around us and behind us, on top of us. It has nothing to do with place. It's a whole new way of talking, a new way of thinking. The wise person begins to realize where God is. God is here and God is now. Not there, but here. Not some distant place, but something very near, within. We try to measure something that cannot be measured. We try to fill something that can't be filled. We can repeat again what Reinhold Niebuhr said, oh God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change. That makes sense. If you can't change it, boy, get upset. Guess what? It's going to be 107 this afternoon. We don't worry about that one. Except I can't change it. That's what it's going to be. So grant me the serenity to accept that fact. It's simple. It's not hard. It doesn't require my being a rocket scientist. I understand that. The courage to change the things that should be changed. Now that's where I got to do something myself. It's not what happens to me that's important. It's how I respond to what happens. That's what makes the difference. And it makes a big difference. And finally, grant me all of these things, serenity and courage, but above all else, grant me wisdom so I can tell the difference between these things and come to the realization that God is present.
as we conclude, I'd like to leave you with this one point. It seems that Jesus is telling us that when the kingdom of God is found, its value causes all else to diminish in comparison. It is worthy of all our time, our effort, and our resources. Perhaps these parables call us to discern what is essential and what is superfluous in our lives. Please let us sincerely think about that. What is our precious pearl? And what would we be willing to give up to possess it? Look around you. Think about it. All of the things that you have and that you own, would you give them up in order to possess the kingdom of Almighty God? As we conclude, bless we beseech thee, O Lord, thy church throughout the world, and especially that portion thou hast graciously planted among our race and all people. Endow all labor there with a the fire of divine love, with unselfish devotion to the welfare of mankind, and put a zeal for the honor and glory of thy name. Turn and soften the wicked, O Lord. Please visit and relieve the sick. There are so many today who are ill. Arouse the careless, those in government, those around us, those even in our own homes. Remove oppression from all of thy children and enlighten the minds of our oppressors. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth in the world and restore unity amongst thy diverse and divided flock and bring all to be of one heart and of one mind within the fold of thy holy church who liveth and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. Amen. Receive the blessing, and may the blessing of Almighty God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you, and remain with you always. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Be a servant today, and learn something new.
Good evening. This is Archbishop James Salisbury of the African Orthodox Church of St. Simon the Cyrenian. At this hour, we celebrate the evening prayers. I would like to celebrate those with you from the Christian prayers of the Liturgy of the Hour. Over the years on Saturday nights, whether someone was at the church or not, I always make it a point to be there and to pray the prayers. But I always carry with me a little tablet. And when somebody says, pray for me, I not only say, well, let's pray right now. But if I can, I write their name down. If I don't get their name, I'll write a situation down, like the man in the blue truck or the lady who asked me to pray for her at Aldi's or in Walmart or, or wherever I may be. And I keep this little tablet with me so that when I go before the altar of God, I'm also able again to remember and pray for those individuals and calling out their names. I won't call any names out tonight, but there will be a point of silence where all of us can call out names or our particular situation we want prayer to take place in. So consider that. And in praying, think about your family. Think about yourself. i like you to think about the people around you who are leaving the earth this night because of the virus and because of many other things and many other illnesses and and also violence and so forth uh, pray for our children who are some may be going back to school and some may not be going back to school but you know it's also so very painful to see those of us who will not have rent money, food money, money for, for, the, for the basic necessities. And this particular night our Congress is busy back and forth, but nothing is getting done. Let us pray for our government that they will stand up and recognize. Let us pray for the scientists whom God gives the gift of knowledge and allows them to open the puzzle of how to cure or stop this virus that is going on all over the world. And the other side, let us pray for those who with limited information or limited desire to see what's going on to know that this is not a political thing that we can't jump on and say that I don't want to uh, wear a, uh, a mask because, well, it might uh, upset uh, the president or a given party or something or taking, taking away my rights. Pray for them. And when possible, encourage them. Let us keep all of these in prayer. And I will share with you the liturgy of the hour.
God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
your soul will be at rest. Have mercy, Lord, and hear my prayer. Have mercy, Lord, and hear my prayer. When I call, answer me, O God of justice. From anguish you released me. Have mercy and hear me. O men, how long will your hearts be closed? Will you love what is futile and seek what is false? It is the Lord who grants favors to those whom he loves. The Lord hears me whenever I call him. Fear him, do not sin. Ponder on your bed and be still. Make justice your sacrifice and trust in the Lord. What can bring us happiness, many say. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put into my heart a greater joy than they have from abundance of corn and new wine. I will lie down in peace, and sleep comes at once. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was in the beginning, beginning is it is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Have mercy, Lord, and, and hear my prayer. In the silent hours of night, bless the Lord. In the silent hours of the night, bless the Lord. O come, bless the Lord, all you who serve the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, and in the courts of the house of our God. Lift up your hands to the holy place, and bless the Lord through the night. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made both heaven and earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. In the silent hours of the night, bless the Lord. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel. The Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. Take to heart these words, which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad whether you are busy or at rest. The word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. You have redeemed us, Lord God of truth. I commend my spirit. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. Protect us, Lord, as we stay awake. Watch over us as we sleep, that awake we may keep watch with Christ, and asleep rest in his peace. Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people. A light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Protect us, Lord, as we stay awake. Watch over us as we sleep, that awake we may keep watch with Christ, and asleep rest in his peace. Let us pray. Lord, be with us through this night. When day comes, may we rise from sleep to rejoice in the resurrection of your Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. 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 May the all-powerful Lord grant us a restful night and a peaceful death. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Almighty Savior, whose heavy cross was laid upon the stoutwood shoulders of Simon the Cyrenian, a son of Ham, in that sad hour of thine agony and mortal weakness. When the sons of Shem delivered thee unto the hands of the sons of Japhet to be crucified, regard with thy favor this race, still struggling beneath the cross of injustice, oppression, and wrong laid upon us by our persecutors. Strengthen us in our determination to free ourselves from the hands of our enemies. Put down the mighty from their seats. Exalt thy holy, thy humble and meek through thy mercies and merits who live and reign with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen, amen, and amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen, amen and amen.
as we conclude this night, this August 1st, I would like to share something with you. I am so grateful for all of you who bang the doors of heaven in prayer for my two sisters, Jean and Georgia, who are in the hospital, my cousin, Leon, my wife, Paulette. It all came to my door on Wednesday. And your prayers have been a special blessing. Let us do more of this. Back in the old days, I call back when I was a child, when the old folks, we used to send out a word and say, pray for us. We had what we call community prayers. There was an old lady somewhere, uh, you know, up on a back street, or there was an old man who would pray. You go over and you say, please pray for so-and-so these days. You know, we didn't have access to all of the modern technology and the doctors and things we had then. Make it a point that whenever you hear that someone has died, or when I hear those numbers from CNN first thing in the morning, how many people died the night before, I always make it a point to say, Dear Lord, I beg you to have mercy on all of them. Forgive them of their sins and bring them to everlasting life. Amen, amen, and amen. When I see the obituary in the paper or on the internet, I always say a prayer. Our prayers, prayer is the most powerful thing that God has given us the ability to talk to Him, the ability to present our cares, our joys, our thanksgiving to Him in words that He definitely understands. This week, let us make it a point to do that. I ask you, I beg you, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen, amen, amen. Good evening. This is Archbishop James Salisbury of the African Orthodox Church of St. Simon the Cyrenian. At this hour, we celebrate the evening prayers. I would like to celebrate those with you from 
the Christian prayers of the liturgy of the hour. Over the years on Saturday nights, whether someone was at the church or not, I always make it a point to be there and to pray the prayers, but I always carry with me a little tablet. And when somebody says, pray for me, I not only say, well, let's pray right now, but if I can, I write their name down. If I don't get their name, I'll write a situation down, like the man in the blue truck or the lady who asked me to pray for her at Aldi's or in Walmart or, or wherever I may be. And I keep this little tablet with me so that when I go before the altar of God, I'm also able again to remember and pray for those individuals and calling out their names. I won't call any names out tonight, but there will be a point of silence where all of us can call out names or our particular situation we want prayer to take place in. So consider that. And in praying, think about your family. Think about yourself. i like you to think about the people around you who are leaving the earth this night because of the virus and because of many other things and many other illnesses and and also violence and so forth uh, pray for our children who are some may be going back to school and some may not be going back to school but you know it's also so very painful to see those of us who will not have rent money, food money, money for, for, the, for the basic necessities. And this particular night our Congress is busy back and forth, but nothing is getting done. Let us pray for our government that they will stand up and recognize. Let us pray for the scientists whom God gives the gift of knowledge and allows them to open the puzzle of how to cure or stop this virus that is going on all over the world. And the other side, let us pray for those who with limited information or limited desire to see what's going on, to know that this is not a political thing. That we can't jump on and say that I don't want to uh, wear a, uh, a mask because, well, it might uh, upset uh, the president or a given party or something or taking, taking away my rights. Pray for them. And when possible, encourage them. Let us keep all of these in prayer. And I will share with you the Liturgy of the Hour. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ, have have mercy. mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
Have mercy, Lord, and hear my prayer. Have mercy, Lord, and hear my prayer. When I call, answer me, O God of justice. From anguish you released me. Have mercy and hear me. O men, how long will your hearts be closed? Will you love what is futile and seek what is false? It is the Lord who grants favors to those whom he loves. The Lord hears me whenever I call him. Fear him, do not sin. Ponder on your bed and be still. Make justice your sacrifice and trust in the Lord. What can bring us happiness, many say. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put into my heart a greater joy than they have from abundance of corn and new wine. I will lie down in peace, and sleep comes at once. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was in the beginning, is it now, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Have mercy, Lord, and, and hear my prayer. prayer. In the silent hours of night, bless the Lord. In the silent hours of the night, bless the Lord. O come, bless the Lord, all you who serve the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, and in the courts of the house of our God. Lift up your hands to the holy place, and bless the Lord through the night. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made both heaven and earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit. as it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. In the silent hours of the night, bless the Lord. Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. Take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, whether you are busy or at rest. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. Into, Into your, your hands, hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. You have redeemed us, Lord God of truth. I commend my spirit. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. Protect us, Lord, as we stay awake. Watch over us as we sleep, that awake we may keep watch with Christ, and asleep rest in his peace. Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Protect us, Lord, as we stay awake. Watch over us as we sleep, that awake we may keep watch with Christ, and asleep rest in his peace. Let us pray. Lord, be with us through this night. When day comes, may we rise from sleep to rejoice in the resurrection of your Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. 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 May the all-powerful Lord grant us a restful night and a peaceful death. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Almighty Savior, whose heavy cross was laid upon the stoutwood shoulders of Simon the Cyrenian, a son of Ham, in that sad hour of thine agony and mortal weakness. When the sons of Shem delivered thee unto the hands of the sons of Japhet to be crucified, regard with thy favor this race still struggling beneath the cross of injustice, oppression, and wrong laid upon us by our persecutors. Strengthen us in our determination to free ourselves from the hands of our enemies. Put down the mighty from their seats. Exalt thy holy, thy humble and meek through thy mercies and merits who live and reign with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen, amen, and amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen, amen. And amen.
as we conclude this night, this August 1st, I would like to share something with you. I am so grateful for all of you who bang the doors of heaven in prayer for my two sisters, Jean and Georgia, who are in the hospital, my cousin, Leon, my wife, Paulette. It all came to my door on Wednesday. And your prayers have been a special blessing. Let us do more of this. Back in the old days, I call back when I was a child, when the old folks, we used to send out a word and say, pray for us. We had what we call community prayers. There was an old lady somewhere, uh, you know, up on a back street, or there was an old man who would pray. You go over and you say, please pray for so-and-so these days. You know, we didn't have access to all of the modern technology and the doctors and things we had then. Make it a point that whenever you hear that someone has died, or when I hear those numbers from CNN first thing in the morning, how many people died the night before, I always make it a point to say, Dear Lord, I beg you to have mercy on all of them. Forgive them of their sins and bring them to everlasting life. Amen, amen, and amen. When I see the obituary in the paper or on the internet, I always say a prayer. Our prayers, prayer is the most powerful thing that God has given us the ability to talk to Him, the ability to present our cares, our joys, our thanksgiving to Him in words that He definitely understands. This week, let us make it a point to do that. I ask you, I beg you, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen, amen, amen. Good evening. This is Archbishop James Salisbury of the African Orthodox Church of St. Simon the Cyrenian. At this hour, we celebrate the evening prayers. I would like to celebrate those with you from 
the Christian prayers of the Liturgy of the Hour. Over the years on Saturday nights, whether someone was at the church or not, I always make it a point to be there and to pray the prayers. But I always carry with me a little tablet. And when somebody says, pray for me, I not only say, well, let's pray right now. But if I can, I write their name down. And if I don't get their name, I'll write a situation down, like the man in the blue truck or the lady who asked me to pray for her at Aldi's or in Walmart or, or wherever I may be. And I keep this little tablet with me so that when I go before the altar of God, I'm also able again to remember and pray for those individuals and calling out their names. I won't call any names out tonight, but there will be a point of silence where all of us can call out names or our particular situation we want prayer to take place in. So consider that. And in praying, think about your family. Think about yourself. I like you to think about the people around you who are leaving the earth this night because of the virus and because of many other things, and many other illnesses and, and also violence and so forth. Uh, pray for our children who are, some may be going back to school and some may not be going back to school. but. You know, it's also so very painful to see those of us who will not have rent money, food money, money for, for, the, for the basic necessities. And this particular night our Congress is busy back and forth, but nothing is getting done. Let us pray for our government that they will stand up and recognize. Let us pray for the scientist whom God gives the gift of knowledge and allows them to open the puzzle of how to cure or stop this virus that is going on all over the world. And the other side, let us pray for those who with limited information or limited desire to see what's going on to know that this is not a political thing that we can't jump on and say that I don't want to uh, wear a, uh, a mask because well it might uh, upset uh, the president or a given party or something or taking, taking away my rights pray for them and when possible, encourage them. Let us keep all of these in prayer. And I will share with you the liturgy of the hour. Come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
Have mercy, Lord, and hear my prayer. Have, Have mercy, Lord, Lord and, and hear my prayer. prayer. When I call, answer me, O God of justice. From anguish you released me. Have mercy and hear me. O men, how long will your hearts be closed? Will you love what is futile and seek what is false? It is the Lord who grants favors to those whom he loves. The Lord hears me whenever I call him. Fear him, do not sin. Ponder on your bed and be still. Make justice your sacrifice and trust in the Lord. What can bring us happiness, many say. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put into my heart a greater joy than they have from abundance of corn and new wine. I will lie down in peace, and sleep comes at once. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was in the beginning, beginning is it is now, now and, and it will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Have mercy, Lord, and, and hear my, my prayer. prayer. In the silent hours of night, bless the Lord. In the, in the silent hours, hours of the night, night bless, bless the Lord. Lord. O come, bless the Lord, all you who serve the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, and in the courts of the house of our God. Lift up your hands to the holy place, and bless the Lord through the night. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made both heaven and earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In the silent hours of the night, bless the Lord. Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. Take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, whether you are busy or at rest. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. Into, Into your, your hands, hands, Lord, I, I commend my spirit. spirit. You have redeemed us, Lord God of truth. I commend my, my spirit. spirit. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
Into your hands, Lord, I commend my spirit. Protect us, Lord, as we stay awake. Watch over us as we sleep, that awake we may keep watch with Christ, and asleep rest in his peace. Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Protect us, Lord, as we stay awake. Watch over us as we sleep, that awake we may keep watch with Christ, and asleep rest in his peace. Let us pray. Lord, be with us through this night. When day comes, may we rise from sleep to rejoice in the resurrection of your Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. 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 May the all-powerful Lord grant us a restful night and a peaceful death. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Almighty Savior, whose heavy cross was laid upon the stoutwood shoulders of Simon the Cyrenian, a son of Ham, in that sad hour of thine agony and mortal weakness. When the sons of Shem delivered thee unto the hands of the sons of Japhet to be crucified, regard with thy favor this race still struggling beneath the cross of injustice, oppression, and wrong laid upon us by our persecutors. Strengthen us in our determination to free ourselves from the hands of our enemies. Put down the mighty from their seats Exalt thy holy, thy humble and meek through thy mercies and merits who live and reign with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen, amen, and amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen, amen, and amen.
as we conclude this night, this August 1st, I would like to share something with you. I am so grateful for all of you who bang the doors of heaven in prayer. For my two sisters, Jean and Georgia, who are in the hospital, my cousin, Leon, my wife, Paulette, it all came to my door on Wednesday. And your prayers have been a special blessing. Let us do more of this. Back in the old days, I call back when I was a child, when the old folks, we used to send out a word and say, pray for us. We had what we call community prayers. There was an old lady somewhere, uh, you know, up on a back street, or there was an old man who would pray. You go over and you say, please pray for so-and-so these days. You know, we didn't have access to all of the modern technology and the doctors and things we had then. Make it a point that whenever you hear that someone has died, or when I hear those numbers from CNN first thing in the morning, how many people died the night before, I always make it a point to say, Dear Lord, I beg you to have mercy on all of them. Forgive them of their sins and bring them to everlasting life. Amen, amen, and amen. When I see the obituary in the paper or on the internet, I always say a prayer. Our prayers, prayer is the most powerful thing that God has given us the ability to talk to Him the ability to present our cares, our joys, our thanksgiving to Him in words that He definitely understands. This week, let us make it a point to do that. I ask you, I beg you, in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen, Amen, Amen.